Star Wars 7x7 episode 2559. Well, it's been a week since it came out, and yet I think we're still going to keep this mostly spoiler-free, but, you know, there are a couple of things we do kind of have to talk about to do the review properly for Race to Crash Point Tower by Daniel Jose Older, which is part of Wave 2 of the High Republic Mega Storytelling Initiative, and good fun, good action, and very connective to other Star Wars High Republic storytelling. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So here's the official deal, the official publisher's summary for Race to Crash Point Tower. It starts off by saying the Republic Fair is coming. Val, or excuse me, I was jumping ahead of myself. Visitors from all over the galaxy are traveling to the planet Valo for a massive awe-inspiring festival celebrating the Republic. While his fellow Valans are preparing for the fair, Jedi Padawan Ram Jim... Gosh, I swear I tripped over this every time. Jamaram, Jamaram, <laughs> Ram Jamaram is hiding out in his favorite place, a dingy garage filled with mechanical parts and tools. But when a security alarm goes off on the nearby hilltop named Crash Point Peak, he ventures out with his trusty droid V18 to investigate. There, he discovers that someone has knocked out Valo's communications tower, a frightening sign that Valo and the Republic Fair are in danger. Sure enough, as Ram races to warn the Jedi, it's the dreaded Nile unleashing a surprise attack. It's up to Ram to face down the enemy at Crash Point Tower and send a call for help to the Republic. Luckily, he's about to get some assistance from unexpected new friends. And that's where we're going to get into slightly spoilery territory. The new friends include friends from the High Republic Adventures. So Lula Talazola and Zine from that comic series, they are the new friends who show up, along with Vernon. Nestor Rowe, and it's something that, as I think back to the conversation that I had with Daniel Jose Older on the podcast, and when he talked about how he and Kevin Scott were consulting with each other as they were writing their respective novels, The Rising Storm and Race to Crash Point Tower, how they were, you know, checking in on each other and what they were doing and how events were unfolding and working to make sure that their stuff coordinated together. Well, in addition to doing that, Daniel Jose Older has also been looking at his High Republic Adventures comic and seeing how the events of that particular story would also tie into the events that happen on Valo as well. Now, I say that, you know, the coordination is noticeable, especially if you've already read The Rising Storm and then you read Race to Crash Point Tower, and you can see how the events unfolding in Crash Point Tower are constructed so that they play well with The Rising Storm. But as far as actual crossovers directly, in other words, scenes that happen in both The Rising Storm and Race to Crash Point Tower, well, there's sort of one central one, and if you've read The Rising Storm, storm already, you know that Ram ends up in a Valo prison cell at one point and next to the renegade former Jedi Ty Yorick, now the Saber for Hire. And so you get the story from Ty's perspective in The Rising Storm and you get the story from Ram's perspective in Race to Crash Point Tower, which is fun. And speaking of fun, Ram's compatriots in this adventure are a trio of creatures called Bonbrax. And even though we don't get to understand the kinds of things that they're saying and Ram is occasionally translating, we're also given to understand that they are rather rude and profane, which is good fun. And, you know, that I think is 
You know, one of the things that I particularly enjoy about the middle grade novels, whereas you know the adult novels certainly have their charm and you know are you know well written, but they're also you know very dramatic and mostly very serious. And you know, Kevin Scott with The Rising Storm definitely puts his tongue firmly in his cheek in a couple of places, and you kind of get the sense of that dry humor that he's demonstrated many times in interviews and whatnot. The middle grade novels are just out and out fun. They have the action, but they also have the humor built in there, and you know, characters yelling in all caps for unexpected reasons. Just I don't know. It just gets me when it's done just right when it's overdone you know eh, not so much but when it's done you very judiciously it's really good and Daniel Jose Older has done that with the High Republic adventures particularly with Master Torben Buck who he has appropriated the buckets of blood urban legend from his ambulance days uh, his paramedic days yeah that <laughs> sort of mentality of having the occasional character yelling in all caps from time to time for comedic effect is well employed in this novel as well. Now the main focus of the novel is the Republic Fair on Volo and the attack on it by the Nile, but there are chapters alternating between Lula and Ram to the point where they you know, need to bring Lula on to Valo to be a part of this adventure. And then even then when she's on there, scenes are alternating, chapters are alternating from their individual perspectives. The mechanics of mechanical things. Listen to me, the inner workings of mechanical things, all right? That maybe sounds a little less repetitive. And they're each dealing with something that I guess you could refer to as imposter syndrome to some degree. I think it's a little more overt with Lula than it is with Ram, but the basic gist of it is, is that Lula is paired up with Vernestra Rowe, who has accomplished so much at such a young age and really seems like she has everything under control and it's everything that Lula does not feel about herself. And so she comes to be able to take care of herself, even despite her misgivings and step up in a way that Vernestra saw that Lula would be able to do all along. And there are some important lessons that are taught along the way. Ram, in the meantime, is somebody who just prefers to be, as the publisher's summary said, in his garage messing with mechanical parts and he is not meant to be a fighter at least that's not you know what his deal is he did not do well in lightsaber training let's put it that way um, you know these are the things that are expressed to us as we go through the novel but he is also forced based on the circumstances to step up and is able to find a way to use the force in ways that ultimately help in battle even though his particular specialty is really more about the mechanics of mechanical things. And just as Ram is getting assistance from unexpected new friends and allies, the Nile are actually getting an assist in this novel as well, and it's not something that's talked about in The Rising Storm, so it plays out as a bit of a surprise. And for this episode, we're not going to talk about that particular ally, but we are going to talk about it later this week because the spoiler gloves are going to come off because, hey, it's been a week or so since the release of those two novels. And so, yeah, I wanted to put a non-spoiler one out there for you so that way if you wanted to dive in with this, then you can. And then when you're ready for the spoilery stuff, that's separate and nicely contained in that regard. Suffice it to say, this makes the task that faces Ram in getting Crashpoint Tower back online so much more complicated and yet 
you know, I guess you probably can guess how <laughs> it turns out, whether they succeed or don't. But one of the things about this too, is that with the middle grade focus here, you know, and I was looking at this on a High Republic um, discussion board, but just the notion of these stories and, you know, whether they're kind of written for younger audiences or are they not like, you know, on the one hand, I would say, yes, this is kind of written for younger audiences. But on the other hand, it's really more about the fact that the protagonists are the younger characters, right? I mean, you'll encounter Padawans in young adult novels and in the adult novels, but they're not necessarily the primary focus of the storytelling. They're not the main protagonists. But in the middle grade novels, absolutely 100% the Padawans, and then, you know, in the case of Renestra Rowe, who's, you know, not really throughout the whole thing, but do, you know, does play a significant role for a part of the novel. You know, she's just a newly minted Jedi Knight and very young. So yeah, it's definitely more of the fact that it's focused on Padawans overall. But Daniel Jose Older has written a very tight novel with you know, good action and well coordinated with The Rising Storm. I think I had one moment where, you know, the circumstances around how Ram ends up in that prison seemed a little bit confusing, but you know, that's okay. It's one of those situations too where the action's moving so fast that, you know, it's like <laughs> kind of like hitting a speed bump and you just, you know, maybe you notice it for a split second and then you're past it and you're moving on. And also one of the great things about it too, in addition to <laughs> the occasional all caps outbursts and whatnot, is the fact that he talks about, Daniel Jose Older talks or has characters talking about philosophical concepts. Like for example, there's a conversation that Vernastra Rowe and Lula, Ta Lula Talasola have about attachment, where Lula is you know, dealing with the fact that she feels attachments to you know so many different things and that's not how the Jedi are supposed to be. And so there's a conversation between her and Vernestra about attachment and about these connections with people and you know what that looks like when you're talking about you know connections to enemies, for example, and how you you treat them versus how you treat the people that you love and care about. And, you know, there are conversations like that or reflections by, say, Ram thinking about his own master and things that he's learned. And those are really, you know, beautiful and well done. And I feel like they would hold up regardless of what grade of a reader you're dealing with, whether middle grade or YA or adult. They're really some, you know, very deep concepts and they are well handled by Daniel Jose Older in this too. And it does make you wonder as you sit back from things like that, how the Jedi of the High Republic are eventually going to become the Jedi of the Republic that we meet in the prequel movies and how the, you know, the understanding has degraded or simplified or become more austere somehow. I mean, maybe it's just the way that it's presented in the movies and the characters that we see in the movies and the brief <laughs> conversations that they have about Jedi related topics. But yeah, the High Republic novels definitely get to go deeper into it, and it seems like there is a much more nuanced understanding of emotions and attachment and how to deal with these things. And so it's going to be interesting to see how that changes over time. So there you go. That is the non-spoiler book review for Race to Crash Point Tower. A good, fun read and really action-packed, like pretty much all the way through, even into the point where, you know, 
Graham gets stuck in prison. Like there's still action within that. Like it doesn't really stop very much. Maybe, you know, maybe there's a first chapter that's a little slow in the buildup, but I mean, huh, you know, you got to set the ground, <laughs> the ground foundation, right? And then get going. And so, yeah, Older does that very quickly too. So all in all, very enjoyable read and well worth your time. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.